Did you wake up one day wondering how you ended up in the shit show of life? Where the only joy you find every day is doom scrolling TikTok, silently wondering why you had to relearn how to part your hair in the middle and laughing at cat videos. Are you tired of wearing all the hats, doing all the things and taking care of everyone else while you can't even sit down for an hour alone without feeling guilty? Then let me welcome you to Hustle Culture Dropout, where we're trading the chaos for clarity. I'm your host, Chastity Campbell, mom, wife, entrepreneur, and professional procrastinator. And I'm ready to bring you along as we discuss everything from burnout to self-care and entrepreneurship to wellness. If you're looking for someone who's got it all figured out, you are definitely in the wrong place. But if you want to discover how to be genuinely happy, make an impact in this world, and occasionally have mindless conversations about the latest celebrity gossip, I've got you. So get ready for some no-nonsense real talk as we take on the insanity of life and what it means to be a woman in today's world. This is Hustle Culture Dropout. Hey friends, welcome back to Hustle Culture Dropout. I'm your host, Chastity Campbell. This is the podcast for women who are ready to ditch the hustle and embrace a more balanced and fulfilling life. And today we are going to dive right into something that is going to be coming full force towards us during the holidays. And that is burnout. So, you know, the absolute nagging sense of exhaustion, irritability, the constant feeling of being overwhelmed, you're never quite catching up with anything. And the holidays, ladies, are the worst. The holidays, you guys, are complete insanity. And they are coming up fast and furious. And so I wanted to make sure we were going to be getting a full episode in about burnout. And that is the price we pay for our relentless pursuit of success, productivity, and all of the external validation that comes with it, because we all know that the more people feed into our worth and tie it to productivity, the more validation we get and the more hustle we do. So what we're going to talk about today is what if there was a way to actually break free? from the cycle of burnout and reclaim our well-being, our self-care, our freaking sanity. And so we're going to explore the symptoms of burnout. We're going to explore how hustle culture contributes to it. And I'm going to be offering some tips on how to recognize it and then, of course, how to prevent it. So grab a little cozy drink. I am all cozied up today. I record on Sundays. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see I'm repping my old mishap because we had a big win this weekend against AM. So for you people who love college football, I see you. I recognize you and hottie toddy to all of my Ole Miss fans. So go ahead, cozy up, put on some comfy clothes. I've got my jammies on and we will get started. So what we're going to talk about and what I mentioned is what exactly is burnout? And the most simple definition is burnout is a syndrome that results from chronic stress. It's typically tied to the workplace, but burnout can actually come to basically anybody. Mom burnout is very, very common to all my stay-at-home moms, working moms. I'm talking to you. Burnout is not isolated to 
you working in a typical traditional workplace environment. If you're work from home, if you are working as a stay-at-home mom and you're juggling all of the things that that role entails, you can become burnt out. And you will become burnt out probably at some point in your life if you do not take some time to yourself to recognize that you need a break. And so the traditional definition of burnout is that it's that chronic stress that has not been successfully managed. And most often I find women who really do not know how to manage their stress. Why? Because we have not been taught how to manage our stress. And so typically burnout is characterized by three different dimensions, feelings of completely having your energy just zapped, complete exhaustion. You have an increased um, mental distance from your job, your family, your kids. You have a general feeling of like cynicism or you have negative thoughts about your role, whether that's as a mom or your role in your job, and you have reduced efficiency. So in other words, it literally is like an emotional and a physical and a mental hangover from constantly, constantly pushing yourself beyond your limits. And it is like running on empty feeling detached from your work in your life. And then you just start to doubt your own abilities, right? You start to feel really guilty about why can't I do it all? Why can't I handle all of this stuff? Look at Sarah down the road. She's got her shit together. She looks like she's getting it all done. She's managing it all perfectly well. And so that self-comparison comes in and we just start doubting ourselves, right? As women. And so we're going to talk about how hustle culture contributes to the burnout epidemic. And it is primarily attached to the fact that hustle culture glorifies busyness. It glorifies self-sacrifice and it is the relentless pursuit of always wanting more, doing more. And Hustle culture tells us that our worth is determined by our productivity and by our achievements and by our ability to constantly grind. You see the little quotes all over your social media feeds. You see all the quotes on Pinterest and everywhere else about, you know, rise and grind. And it is constantly striving for more, but it comes at a price. And that price is you and your mental health. And so according to a 2022 study, 75% of workers report experiencing burnout and 43% of them cite that hustle culture is the major contributing factor of that. And the constant pressure to be productive, you have to be available 24-7, you always have to say yes, it leads to unrealistic expectations, neglect of your personal well-being and it's that sense of just never being enough. And as women, we often face the additional pressures that contribute to burnout outside of just hustle culture because we're expected to be the perfect mothers, right? The perfect wives, the perfect employees, the perfect friends. We're constantly juggling multiple roles and we're trying to meet the expectations of others 
Or sometimes we are letting the judgment of other people contribute to what our expectations are of ourselves. And so we're juggling all those demands of work and family and household responsibilities. And it comes with zero time for ourselves. And that leads to this feeling of constantly being pulled in different directions and then never being able to fully relax or recharge. And this is just tenfold going into the holidays because not only are you faced with your responsibilities of your everyday life and your work responsibilities, like none of that's changing, but now you're also expected to do crafts and create the magic of the holidays, whatever that is. It is literally all of the things. You're purchasing all of the gifts, not just for maybe your kids or your immediate family, but also coworkers or maybe your kids' friends or your extended family or your husband's family. All of that extra emotional labor starts to pile on during the holidays. And pairing that with the unrealistic expectations of what the holidays mean and how we want them to be perfect, it is just literally a recipe for disaster. And we are constantly bombarded with the messages that we need to be doing more. We need to be achieving more. We need to look perfect. We need to take care of ourselves. I mean, even in within the self-care space, which is the platform that I'm talking to you about, you end up getting this pressure of like, well, now I have to take care of myself. And when am I going to find the time to take care of myself? Like, I don't have the time to take care of myself. It's just one more thing for me to do. How am I going to manage it? How am I going to make it happen? And like, no freaking wonder we are completely stressed out. Like we are losing our minds. And so, you know, it's, you got to slow down. Something has to give, right? But you're probably sitting there listening wherever you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, how do I do that? Because I have to hustle. Like I have to work hard in order to provide for my family. I have goals that I want to achieve. I want to be successful in my business, in my life, in my relationships. I want to be a successful mom. I want to be the perfect mom. And I get it. Like I have been there. And I've been the woman who constantly felt like I had to be more. I had to be more, not just for myself, but for everybody else around me who were putting these expectations on me. And I needed to achieve more. And I was constantly, constantly running on empty and always feeling like I wasn't enough. But here is the thing. And it's a beautiful thing. I want you to stop and listen. Hustle culture is a lie. It is a myth that we have to constantly strive and sacrifice in order to be worthy. We've talked about this before on earlier episodes. Our worth is not determined by our productivity or our achievements or the accolades we get for those achievements. We are worthy just as we are right now, right now in this moment exactly as you are, you are worthy. If you do nothing else this holiday season, except for show up and be present with your family, that's enough. You don't need to do the elf or the baby elf or the elf with the whole entire family or the Christmas Eve boxes or the Christmas Eve Eve or 
do all of the caroling, make all of the cookies, do all of the things that come with the holidays. You can simply show up and be present. And that is going to be enough exactly how you are right now. So how do we recognize burnout before it starts to take over our lives? There are some common things to watch out for. Like we mentioned earlier, you'll start to feel exhausted. You'll be emotionally drained, but emotionally you might start to feel really resentful and really cynical or detached and irritable, like beyond what you normally feel. So like take your gauge. Okay. Ladies, like don't be trying to gauge this when you're PMSing. Okay. We're talking about a normal week where shit is normally good and you're normally feeling great and things normally don't bother you as much as they would at another time, but you are extra irritable. You are a raging, crazy, lunatic, mad woman. And, or you might, you might actually like not feel anything. You might just be numb and detached and just pulling away from everything. You're just sort of, I'm done with this. Like I, I can't do any of it anymore. And so now I'm becoming indifferent. And when you get to indifference, there's a problem. When you are indifferent about the things that are going on around you or about your life, you need to pay attention. You might find yourself losing interest in things that you typically enjoy. You might start pulling away from other people, isolating yourselves, and you might have a hard time just concentrating in general or even making decisions. This is where decision fatigue comes in. You become so overwhelmed that you literally cannot imagine making one single decision, even the smallest decision. Doesn't matter what it is. Like, should I wear a black sweater today or a black? long sleeve shirt. I don't know. Like it's too much. Should I wear jeans or should I wear leggings? I don't know. I can't handle it. It's just too much for me. And all of those things are tied to the emotional part of burnout and what you might feel emotionally if you start to tread towards that burnout phase. Physically, you might start to feel super freaking tired. You might get headaches. Again, this is like outside of your normal feelings. So if you are somebody who has headaches very frequently, like me, having headaches is not going to be an internal trigger to you to think, oh, I have burnout. Something more over the top, something that is out of the ordinary for you. That's what you need to be paying attention to. So if you're, if you're typically not easily fatigued and you are becoming more and more lethargic and fatigued, like pay attention to that. What's going on? What's going on? What is making you feel like that can be tied back to burnout. You can actually start to have physical symptoms like muscle aches. Obviously, your sleep is going to be disturbed and you can have massive changes in your appetite as well. Those are some physical symptoms and signs of burnout. Then we have cognitive changes. And one of those that we talked about earlier can also fall into this category, which is difficulty concentrating. And again, guys, above and beyond what is normal for you. Okay. I have difficulty concentrating all the time. So for me, difficulty concentrating is not going to be this like giant red flag that like goes off and is like burnout, burnout, burnout. No, like that is going to be, that's going to be nothing to me because literally on the daily, I can't, I'm like, Oh, squirrel. Like, here I go. You know, I, I have ADD. 
that is how my brain works. So that's not really going to be a good indicator for me. High stress levels can cause you to forget things and just not be able to pay attention to all of the details and all of the things that you need to be doing. And that's why burnout can become so prevalent especially towards the end of the year during the holidays. And so if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, you need to pay attention and then take action. And so this might be a really good time, guys, if you do not have a wellness journal. And I know journaling is not for everybody. I'm sort of like 50-50 split on it. I can do really, really well with it for a while, and then I might fall off for a little bit. But it really does help me, even if journaling to you doesn't have to look like a traditional journal. It can just be an ongoing like notes app in your phone where you're just kind of jotting down how you feel and pay attention to your cycles, pay attention to how you're feeling on a daily basis, because then going into a really hectic, crazy time of the year, you might notice that one or all of these symptoms that we've talked about might start like rearing their ugly head. And if you have something to compare it to, it might be a little easier to identify that. I mean, you're going to feel it, guys. Like I would venture to say that most of us have experienced burnout at some point in our lives. Some of us may have had more serious experiences with that. A lot of times we may have experienced burnout and we don't do anything about it. We just push through because what are we going to do? We're the single mom that's trying to do all the things. We don't have time to be sick. We don't have time to deal with burnout, right? So, uh, but I would venture to say that most of us have experienced it before. So you can recognize when it's coming on. It's if you haven't ever experienced burnout, like freaking high five to you, girl, because it's it's a it's a doozy. It's a doozy. So let's talk about a few ways that we can prevent burnout. And we are going to go back to healthy boundaries, people. If you have not listened to the, on the earlier episode, I want to say that it might be um, people pleasing episode, um, episode maybe two, three, um, you need to go listen to it because we talk a lot about setting healthy boundaries, learning to say no to additional commitments. This is super important, you guys, during this time of year, because you are going to get invited to everything. You're going to get invited to the neighborhood Christmas party. You're going to get invited to holiday concerts. You're going to be expected to participate in the work potluck. You are going to have to have 47,000 gingerbread making contests, one for every kid in every class. There are so many things. There are so many things. You're going to have to make ornaments. You have I, I just, it's giving me heart palpitations to even freaking think about it because the amount of additional commitments that are thrown at us at this time of year is just in and of itself completely, completely overwhelming. But it's okay to say no to things that you don't have time for or that just don't align with your priorities or they suck the freaking energy out of you. It's okay. Practice saying no. Start practicing right freaking now. Like look at somebody and just be like, nope, not going to do it. Don't want to do it. I, I mean, let that be your boss. I don't know. I mean, the risk is completely up to you. But practice saying no to little things. 
go into the holidays with a plan. Go in recognizing and thinking about what is actually going to be important to you during the next eight weeks. What does that look like? What things can you honestly like let go of? Do you have to put up 56 villages throughout the house? Does the library have to have all matching pink decor? And must you go to Hobby Lobby 37,000 times to find the perfect nutcracker? No, you don't. You're going to live. It's going to be fine. Your heart might hurt for a little bit, guys, but you are literally going to be fine. The second thing I want you to think about outside of healthy boundaries and saying no to people is start to incorporate some mindfulness practices like yoga or meditation into your routine. You guys, this doesn't have to be super woo-woo, okay? You don't have to have special things for meditation. I always think that I do. Because I'm an all or nothing girl, right? I'm like, if I'm going to do meditation, I want all of the meditation things. I want the little cute meditation like Palo that you sit on. If I'm going to do yoga, I want the yoga blocks. I want the yoga straps. I want the yoga blanket. I want the cute yoga pants. I want the whole freaking thing, right? Has to be a whole setup for me. That's making it so much harder. You don't need all of that to get started. One person I'm going to actually recommend on here, and he's very edgy. He is very sweary. So if that's not your jam, then, you know, you can ignore this, but follow Yogi Brian. I found him on TikTok. Love the man. I follow him on Instagram now, but I will just be scrolling on Insta, right? And he will pop up and he'll be like, hey, it's meditation time. Like, let's sit, let's meditate. It's like a couple minutes and it's, it's not that deep. Like just taking a minute to pause, you know, that dumb little reminder that you can set on your Apple watch or probably other fitness trackers. If you have it, the little mindful thing and it it zaps you at like the most inconvenient times. It literally always wants me to meditate when I'm in the restroom and I'm like, this is like not a good time, but setting that up on your, on your watch to just remind you to breathe. Like I made so much fun of that. You guys initially when I first got my Apple watch and then I sort of started using it and I was like, this is kind of cool, right? Like I like that it reminds me to slow down and breathe. And so we need those, right? Incorporate some yoga. Again, it doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be all of the things. It can be super simple. It can be five minutes. There are lots of times in the morning when I get up. Many of you know, if you followed me at all, I am not a morning person. That is sort of switching a little bit, but I think that's primarily because I've switched my anxiety medications and I must say, love it. But I'm not, I'm not a morning person typically. So when I get up in the morning, almost always, if I have extra time, I am going to do some yoga because I love doing yoga in the morning. Absolutely love it. First of all, it makes me feel like I completely have my shit together, but I don't have time to do like 30 minutes, 45 minutes of it. Plus I'm not that good at it yet. And so you can do five minutes of yoga. You can do seven minutes of yoga, 10 minutes of yoga. If you have a Peloton, which I do, and I literally never ride it, it just sits there in my bedroom and is a constant reminder of what a failure I am. But 
they have little the little yoga programs on there. And so do that, like five minutes of that. We do it as a family sometimes. The girls love it. My little girls love it. Seriously, it doesn't take any time. So incorporate some of those mindfulness practices into your daily routine. They help reduce stress. They help promote relaxation. And it can just improve your overall well-being. And then the third thing to do to help prevent burnout is to prioritize your self-care, right? That is what I'm all about, people. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to me. That's why you're following me on Insta. That's why you're paying attention to me on TikTok. And it is all about self-care and it is about prioritizing your self-care. So it, it is not just about let me hop into the bubble bath and like eat some chocolates and, you know, binge on some Netflix. That's great if that's what self-care looks like for you. But there are other things like exercising. Again, it doesn't have to be this all-out crazy thing. It can be a 10-minute walk around the block, obviously eating healthy, getting proper nutrition, and adequate sleep. Sleep, you guys, is a huge one, and it has literally been a game changer for me. It took me forever to get a great nighttime routine down. But I have that. I actually just created a TikTok about it. it. It's a whole thing. It's 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 a lot. For you, it doesn't have to be a lot for me because I suffer from insomnia. So for me, it, there's a lot of steps. It takes me a while to work through it. And I probably sleep very well because by the end of the whole entire routine, I'm completely freaking exhausted. Like I'm like, oh my God, there's so many steps. It's like 17 damn steps. But anyway, yours doesn't have to be that much for you. But getting adequate sleep and good sleep is imperative to your health. And it's just things like that. These types of activities are just, they're essential to maintaining your mental and your physical health. Another good tip is to delegate tasks whenever possible. I will tell you right now, my husband is a literal gem and I am sorry if you do not have a gem of a husband, that sucks for you. Find another gem and polish that sucker up and make it happen. I don't care if it's a friend. I don't care if it's a, an, an older kid that you have um, in your household, a parent, a neighbor, find somebody to ask for help. Do not be afraid to ask for help and do not be afraid to delegate tasks whenever you can. You literally cannot do everything yourself. And so ask for help from your partner, from your family, from your friends. Most of them want to help you and will 100% say yes to you because probably they're people pleasers anyway. And then you can also train them on how to say no, preferably not to you during the holidays. But or any other time that you need your help. But you also need to think about taking regular breaks throughout the day. If you are an eight-hour work shift person, get up and move around and take a, a few minutes away from whatever it is that you need to be working on at work. I do this all the time, mostly because I don't want to sit at my desk and work. If I am like kind of heavy in a project, I will stand up and go take a break. It doesn't have to be anything major. Again, move around, just look away from your work, maybe work on something else, scroll through Insta for five minutes, set a timer, don't doom scroll, don't get lost in that crap, or just do something that you enjoy, like take a book with you to work and read for five minutes. Just give your brain a little break. 
Another thing that you can do is to really look at your workload and any concerns that you might have. You might not have the flexibility to change that, but if you work from home or if you sort of make your own schedule, be mindful of that and schedule in extra breaks. Make adjustments to your work schedule. Maybe you start your day an hour later. Maybe you end it an hour early. Maybe you end it just 30 minutes early. If you work and you have the ability to to be flexible in your work, make sure that especially during this time of year, you are being mindful of taking breaks and not overdoing it with work. This is not the time to completely revamp your website, okay? That is something that is very tedious and requires a lot of mental thought. So don't bring on big giant tasks like that right now. The next several weeks need to be sort of light. And if you feel like your burnout symptoms are really becoming incredibly persistent or it's just a lot more than what you think you can handle on your own, do not be afraid to reach out to somebody, to a professional, to a therapist. It is okay. They are going to be able to offer a lot of support, a lot of guidance, and tons and tons of strategies for managing the burnout and then just preventing it from recurring. We need to keep that in mind. We need to keep it in mind as we go forward ending the year. We need to keep it in mind really all year long. But I wanted to definitely talk about it during this time of year because there are just so many extra responsibilities that happen during the holidays. And there are so many more pressures that we feel, especially as women. And so I wanted to make sure to get this out to all of you to hopefully help you find some peace in the holidays. I know personally, every year, my expectations are so high. And I am always disappointed because shit happens, like things go wrong. And people are dealing with their own stuff. Your kids are completely overstimulated because they have so much that's going on with them, especially if they're school age. They have programs and crafts and they have additional pressures of maybe practices, if they have concerts or whatever it is, uh, people are dealing with a lot of stuff and they have their own ideas for the holidays. And then just getting everybody together, it just, it can be a lot. It can be a lot sometimes. So give yourself grace, give people around you grace, and just remember to be super, super mindful of how you're feeling. Make sure, like I said, I mean, if you need to keep a little wellness journal, you do that. You are absolutely not alone in this. Burnout is a super common problem. Like I said, it is not just isolated to people who work full time or work outside of the home. Burnout can happen to literally anybody, but it's not something that you need to just accept and like, where is this badge of honor? You can take steps to recognize it and prevent it and reclaim your own well-being. And so I hope you all will join me on this journey the next several weeks where we are just really, really working together to remind each other to slow down and to find joy 
during this season. If you aren't following me on TikTok or on socials, on Instagram, on Pinterest, I am going to be having a ton of tips about burnout that I'm going to be sharing on those platforms as well. Definitely make sure that you visit the website. I'm going to have some blog articles that go up there and, you know, we will work together on this and, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your concerns. Make sure you're reaching out and connecting with me if you need anything. Thing. If you don't want to connect with me, which is totally fine, I will try not to get my feelings hurt about that. Find somebody else to connect with. Find somebody else that you can 100% be honest. You can literally be like, I don't freaking want to go get these stupid family pictures and these matching outfits for these dumb cards that nobody is going to pay attention to. It's okay to say that. Allow yourself to say it. Find somebody that understands it. And hang on to that person because you are going to need that person. So thank you so much for joining me again on uh, this week's episode. And if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. Um, please share. Um, if you are loving this and you just think that the messages you're hearing can be beneficial to somebody else in your life, please, please, please share it. Make sure that you're leaving a five-star review. Don't even bother if it's anything less than five stars. I'm a five-star girl. So, all right, guys, we will catch you next week. And I hope you all have a great week. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Hustle Culture Dropout.